On the morning of 17th December 2018, the country of Morocco was shocked to hear about the brutal murder of two Scandinavian women. Morocco, being known for its safe surroundings, hasn't seen such a case in decades, and the involvement of two other nations caused an uproar on the internet. Not just because of the brutality of the case, but also because of the video that was being recorded as the killers killed the two foreign women. The horrifyingly graphic video was shared by many, some for the fun of it, while others used it to torment their loved ones. But one thing was sure, the people behind the killings were no stranger to such a crime. With the case, multiple questions arose. Was this the first time the suspects had killed someone like this? Were these the only two victims? And worst of them all, why was a terrorist organization linked to these women? Dharmi and welcome to Shades of Makkah, a podcast that aims to bring you some of the most horrifying and gruesome murder cases from across the world. The country that we are setting foot in has one of the most beautiful landscapes in the entire world. But due to its complicated location, it has a history of unfortunate incidents that caused a dent in its reputation over the years. With 10% of its annual income coming from tourism, Morocco is often tagged as one of the safest countries to travel to by enthusiasts. Along with rare crimes against foreigners, the country provides a wide range of beautiful destinations for everyone to enjoy their time while they are in the country. But as we know, not every country is perfect. Despite claims that Morocco is a relatively safe country to travel to, the US travel advisory urges tourists to exercise caution due to the unexpected terrorist attacks the country has experienced in the recent years. The advisory warns potential travelers that attacks could target tourist locations, transportation hubs, markets, shopping malls, and local tourist facilities. The presence of the ISIS terrorists was confirmed in Morocco when on 16th May 2003, a synchronized suicide bombing took place in the city of Casablanca, killing 45 people, including the 12 terrorists. This incident proved to be the worst terrorist attack the country had ever seen. But this wasn't the only one. Eight years later, on 28th April 2011, in a local cafe in the city of Marrakesh, a lone terrorist named Adil El Atmani planted two homemade pressure cooker bombs and hid them inside his backpack. At exactly 11.50 am, the bomber detonated the bomb, killing 17 people and injuring 25 others. He pledged allegiance to Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb, an organization that aims at overthrowing the Islamic government, Morocco's neighboring country. But the terrorist organization denied any involvement in the bombing, and the person who was responsible for it was arrested just six days later. 
Since 2011, large-scale terrorist attacks have been rare in the country. Between 2001 and 2017, Moroccan authorities worked to eradicate 168 terrorist cells and arrested 2,963 individuals who were anyhow affiliated in any such organizations. But on 17th December 2018, the country of Morocco, Denmark, and Norway woke up to the brutal murders of two women. In the middle of the night, Luisa Westerager Jaspersen was a 24-year-old woman who was born in Eikest in Denmark. Known as quite an adventurer by her mother, Luisa knew how to surf and loved to raft and climb mountains. In the last few years, when she lived in Norway, she was training for outdoor life, nature, and cultural guidance. Before her death. She had visited numerous countries like Norway, Argentina, and Peru. On the other hand, 28-year-old Marin Yuland hailed from Norway, especially from Bern. She had a background in social and health assistance. Luisa and Marin met each other when they were pursuing their bachelor's in outdoor life, cultural and nature guidance at the University of Southern Norway in Bern, in Telemark. Their friendship blossomed quickly, and they began planning their next adventure together. It wasn't long before they finalized their destination, Morocco. While their entire itinerary remains unknown, their friends mentioned that the two desired to hike to an elevation of 4,000 meters above sea level, possibly aiming for the highest summit in North Africa. However, whether they had definite plans to climb the summit. Is not known. On 9th December 2018, the two women arrived in Morocco, intending to spend the next 16 days exploring the country and returning home in the time for Christmas. According to an article from NRK, a Norwegian broadcasting company, Marin texted her mother on 9th December, letting her know that she was fine, but might not be in constant communication due to spending less time near her phone. Her mother responded, acknowledging the message. On 12 December, Marin's mother tried reaching out again, but this time received no response. When she failed to hear from Marin, she also tried contacting Luisa, but the texts to her friend went unanswered as well. Meanwhile, the two women were spending their time in the country, immersing themselves in the local culture, and exploring various tourist attractions. While they were on their journey, the two of them decided to turn their heads to the village of Imlil, a place that was famously known as the starting point for trekking and climbing tours for Mount Tubkal, the highest summit of North Africa. On 16 December, the two of them decided to trek 16 kilometers away from the village, into the isolated area in the high Atlas Mountains. As night fell, they decided to set up their tents along the trail. To rest. The next morning should have seen them wake up and continue their journey, but an eerie silence engulfed their campsite. There was no sign of any activity. The tents remained undisturbed. A French couple started hiking their way towards the deeper part of the mountains. While on the trail, they came across a pink and green tent, sitting next to the hiking trail. Initially. 
they did not think much about it and were about to continue their way ahead but as they moved closer they quickly realized that this was no ordinary tent setup the details of what the french couple saw have not been officially reported was it the blood that caught their attention were the tents open and they happened to look inside no one knows what made them call the police but soon a team of police officers and forensics reached the crime scene according to a report by toronto sun when the police started investigating the crime scene they found traces 600 meters away from the camp where the two women were staying which indicated someone else's presence multiple witnesses came forward and claimed that they saw a group of men at night as they were headed into the same camp area officially on 17th december 2018 luisa jesperson and marin huland died due to multiple stab wounds although a witness claimed that the two were beheaded the police never confirmed this in their initial reports according to the press release by the ministry of interior it was mentioned that the women bore signs of violence on their necks caused by sharp instruments the witnesses present on the scene also said that out of the two women one of them was found inside the tent while the other was outside but a few news articles debunked this as well stating that both women were present inside the tent the police wasted no time in identifying the suspects according to an article by the morocco world news one of the suspects in the case had left his id card behind at the camp site on 18 december moroccan authorities captured the first attacker who had escaped to the city of marrakech located approximately 40 miles from imlet the following day a press conference was held by the ministry of interior announcing the arrest and stating that they were actively working to capture more suspects affiliated with the double murder as of that point the police had not identified any motive behind the murders leaving it as an ongoing investigation the remains of the victim were flown to copenhagen on 21st december 2018 luisa's funeral took place on 12th january in her hometown of aikest where the prime minister of denmark was also present with the presence of norwegian health minister and moroccan ambassador marine was laid to rest on 21st of january 2019 given the gruesome nature of this case it attracted significant attention from leading newspapers worldwide with people eagerly following any new updates published but along with an article a video was also being circulated online there's no exact moment when this video was released on social media but platforms like facebook twitter reddit and 4chan had a graphic video of two women who were murdered in morocco that was circulated by various people on the internet it was this video which inspired this particular episode a warning though this video is graphic and i cannot post it on social media for various reasons when i first found the video i did not really think much about it but simply started watching it 
but within 10 seconds i knew this was going to be a challenge this video is only a minute long but i'll try my best to describe what is happening again i'm warning before i start the video starts and it's pretty dark outside there's no light other than the light radiating from their tents out of the two girls one of them is attacked in the video she's wearing a white t-shirt and black or dark colored underwear it seems that she's the one who is shouting lying against her stomach when the video starts as she is screaming one of the killers places his leg on her mouth to shut her mouth while the other one gets his knife out and starts cutting her neck then turns her against her back and continues to cut her neck her screams die down as the knife goes deeper and deeper you can hear the blood gushing out of her body barely any life left she tries to make an intangible sound but by then the killer has completely dislocated her head from her body thrusting the knife a few times forcefully cutting the remaining skin once the neck is completely detached from her body they carry the head by holding it by her hair and take it to the front of the tent and throw it near its entrance by this time there's no sound of anyone shouting for help there's no indication of the other girl as well once they throw her face they walk in the other direction with just their footsteps audible in the video and then the video goes black this video was shared on facebook posts where people conveyed their gratitude towards the two victims and this video was repeatedly shared on the parents' facebook walls as well as being tagged into these videos people in denmark were prosecuted for sharing this video on social media even after multiple pledges and warnings by various news articles the police started working on analyzing the video footage that was found online and it was identified that the women in the video was luisa according to an article by insider it states that the video is similar to the videos released by isis which shows execution of western prisoners the hunch or suspicion that the suspects were somehow related to the terrorist organization paid off when the police found another video on social media which was released a week before the murders took place the video consisted of a black isis flag in the background and among the men in the video one of them was already identified as the main suspect in the double murder according to the police the suspects visited imlil because foreigners frequently visited the area on 20th of december bbc monitoring released an article that stated that one of the men in the video the killing video said quote this is in revenge for our brothers in hajin unquote coincidentally on december 17th 2018 the same day as the murders the us central command had reported conducting a precision strike on december 15th destroying an isis command and control facility in a mosque in southern hajin syria 16 heavily armed ISIS fighters were occupying the facility at the time of the strike and all of them were killed 
since the timeline of the murders and the strike conducted falls together somehow it can be said that this was the incident that drove the men to kill the two women in the name of revenge although isis did not officially claim responsibility for the backpackers death known sympathizers of the terrorist group on telegram a messaging app shared the video claiming that the perpetrators did it in support of muslims in hajin who were under bombardment by the anti-is international coalition of which denmark and norway were members on 20th december 2018 just 3 days after the two women were killed moroccan authorities announced that they had arrested the remaining three culprits here's what happened the three men boarded a bus which was scheduled to travel towards agadir a port side city in morocco assuming that they had planned to take the sea route to escape the country if need be once the bus started the three of them settled themselves at the back of the bus as they were driving the bus came across a lone policeman who waved it to stop they halted and six police officers got on the bus and headed straight to the three men who went along with the police without causing any troubles according to an article by vg a norwegian tabloid newspaper a police spokesperson told the newspaper that the three men were carrying large knives with them hiding them under their seats they did not have any luggage on them since it was not allowed to be kept with them inside the bus but had somehow managed to take the knives with them and with that the four men suspects were finally under police custody for the next 5 months the four of them remained in jail and finally on 2nd may 2019 the trial for the case commenced aljun admitted to be the one to behead one of the two women it was also revealed that he had previously spent time in jail in 2015 after being arrested for associating himself with the ISIS organization but ultimately failing in his attempt in july 2019 the three men identified as 27 year old jauns u zaid a carpenter 33 year old rashid afiti a plumber and 25 year old abdesman al jud were found guilty of terror charges and were sentenced to death for their involvement in the murders the fourth defendant the one who ran away 33 year old khayali abdurrahman who had fled the murder scene but was later captured received a life sentence it is believed that al jud and uzail were responsible for beheading the two women while afati filmed the horrific video during the investigation it was discovered that all three of them had pledged allegiance to ISIS in the video that was released a week before the murders however it was determined that they had no direct contact with ISIS and had not received any assistance from the terrorist organization in addition to these three men 23 other suspects from marrakesh and one swiss national who had been radicalized were convicted on various terrorism charges and were sentenced to any time between 5 years to 25 years in prison Morocco a nation 
where executions have not occurred since 1993, were now about to witness three executions for the first time in decades, as the responsible man awaited their fate. As of 2023, the three killers were awaiting their execution, though. On 28th February 2023, Abdurrahman Khayali committed suicide by hanging a piece of cloth that he was wearing and anchoring it to the window. This case serves as a stark reminder of the larger issue at hand. Numerous other cases in the Middle East involve the murder of innocent people in the name of revenge. Some of these killers are apprehended. while others continue to hide among the general population the double murder of louisa westerager jasperson and marind uland is just one of the many cases that exist in this region If you want to look at the images related to the case, check out our social media at Shades of Macabre. You can find the links to our social media handles in the episode description. We will be back next week with another horrifying murder case. Till then, take care and be safe.